right, we're going to talk some Wonder Woman now. But first, I'm going to clean this up. First, let me introduce my co-host. Do you want me to use your last name? Hello. Do you want me to introduce you? So you want me to just call you Craig? You want me to call you John Router? What do you want me to call you? Craig is fine. How are you going to clean this up? Now it's just gotten all messy. I don't know why we recorded. This is stuff we could it's have easy. started it's easy. 10 minutes ago. It's easy. This is easy. All right, I'm joined today by my buddy Craig. Craig, what's up, man? What are you doing? Doing great. Am I supposed to great. say Thanks. more than that? What do you want I, pre- I appreciate that live banter. <laughs> it's really helpful when you're when you're doing a brand new podcast. Great. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Doing great. Do me a favor and use as many one-word answers as possible. You ever seen uh, Fifth Element with uh, Bruce Willis giving all one-word answers to? Doesn't Bruce Willis give one-word answers in every movie he does? He he, he actually goes over the top on this one and becomes even more him. It's awesome. Does, does he does he just stick with like one syllable words? Yes, it's uh, it's. Uh, oh, I don't know what I think he's saying. Tucker, Chris Tucker, it's Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker is talking and he's asking these real long questions about how he feels, and at the end of it, he'll just go great like that. I have tried to watch The Fifth Element no less than six times, and in six attempts. I have not watched it to completion once. I I don't. Everybody says that movie is so great, and I don't get it. It's uh, it has to do with the love that the director writer put into it. So it's like some cerebral thing, right? That simpletons like myself. No, no, no. It's, don't it's, understand. It's the reverse. It's uh, it's a movie that's just celebrating the art of putting a movie together. A movie that's celebrating you've lost me it's just i'm lost it's just a director's love it's just something he's worked on his whole life because it's a guy from uh, the professional right so it's something he's worked on his entire life and he started writing it was like 14 or something and then he put it together and it's just a very simple story but it's how much work he put into cutting the scenes together and cutting the dialogue together to where they overlap in ways that are funny I want to have to do that with this podcast. Yeah, I don't, I don't, how much money did that movie make? Uh, I don't know. Is, is this when we're allowed to use Google? Yes, go Google it. Speaking of Google and movies, so we were talking about Wonder Woman. Um, what'd you think? It, it's great. Awesome. You're not gonna have context. So You're far, gonna cut out our podcast the whole is... fifth element stuff and lose all the context. So far, for great. I'm just trying to transition to a more relevant movie. I didn't know that this was a host-guest approach. I was, I was just gonna play off of you. How did you like it, Jesse? I, I liked it a lot. I was really surprised. I wanted to see it. Um which I don't typically want to see superhero movies and it's not like she did so fantastic in Batman versus Superman that I just had to go see it. But um, I do think she's a good actress and I, I really wanted to see it. And it and it was good. It was well done. I was kind of surprised. I was expecting to, you know, have it suck. And it didn't. Yeah, I, I would say it surprised me, but only because they haven't landed DC in a while, right? At least not on the 
comic booky side. I mean, they've done Christopher Nolan's Batman's, which I thought were great, but they haven't done, you know, a great Superman. They didn't do the great Justice League intro thing, and they didn't do, you know. Well, I thought Man of Steel was really good, but that was also Christopher Nolan. They they, they haven't done good non Christopher Nolan movies. Well, he was involved in, I'll the, say that. in the Justice League one, wasn't he? Like producer or something. But you're right. He, he, I don't know if he did much. I don't beyond. think he directed it, though, right? He, he, he directed Man of Steel. But um, I don't have. I think I think with the DC comic book stuff, right, is you have. You've had Marvel dominating it, and I, I don't know why, because DC was probably more popular. I'm sure I'm offending somebody. It's darker. But were they always darker? I don't know, but I just know that all the good DC ones are dark, and maybe because it's just Batman, it's Batman, Man of Steel, right? and Wonder Wonder Woman wasn't as dark. It was a little light, but it was still relatively dark. World War One content, uh, you know, demigod stuff. It was it was a little you know darker. Um, you mentioned they did what Suicide Squad too, right? Yeah, yeah, they did Suicide Squad, which was. Uh... It, it, and was that it, was that dark or was, oh, yeah, it, was yeah, yeah, it chintzy? Yeah. It was, it was, it, but, but it's it, it was. Um, I I like all these movies, and so it's, but it's, it just had all sorts of problems. So it was kind of it was kind of rough on the plot. I don't I I don't know if you, uh, you know if you if you would ever be able to watch it. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm all about empathy. I have a couple of kids that are really interested in storytelling. And my one trick for them is make sure you build empathy in your character. And I don't have any empathy for those characters. And I, I don't, I don't know. Did, did you want any of them to succeed? Did you want them to sort of achieve their mission? You talking about the Suicide Squad? Yeah. Uh, no. But but I don't know if that's an empathy problem or just a. Uh, you kind of knew what the purpose of the mission was right off the bat, if you were even half paying attention, and it felt bogus. They were just being used, which is really the point, right? Suicide Squad is the. They're expendable. Exploitable. Exploitable. So the the whole their whole purpose is to potentially die doing something that nobody would do you know back to wonder woman a bit what was a little i don't know if weak's the right word i think it's just one of those vulnerabilities the idea that that island would not be found or could be found so easily that it could be penetrated just by being in the area there was nothing beyond geography that lets you find it there wasn't some other dimension or something that was you know, took a Stargate portal or something to get into that. That seemed pretty, pretty easy to breach. And they, watching, watching them, watching the uh, those those fighter planes go in and uh, you know just mow down those Amazonians was. I mean, you, you kind of expected that, but I don't know how you handle that. You know, well, do do you hide them in another dimension? Except that they, you know, it took World War One before they were found, and and there was a veil or something around it, right? Where they couldn't be seen. It's like Stephen King's bubble was around so them. I would say that when technology got to the point where you could go into a straight line, right? <laughs> in a, right. In a speed. They, it was, yes. it was pierced, right? 
It was over once planes were invented. And it was over. The movie didn't... Did, did, the Wright brothers... It didn't express anything else, so I don't know what your problem with it is. I mean, that's exactly what happened. I don't know that it's a massive problem. It just... I mean, it was 19... You know, it, it sort of happened early in the movie, and I thought, yeah, I guess it doesn't take much. The, the um, of course, I think, I think part of me is that... Part of this is that I don't I, I don't have any perspective on what the ocean really is. You know? I've never been out in the middle of the ocean. So I only in movies have I tried to see what the vastness is of the ocean. It's a lot more nothing you know? than it is something, right? I would imagine, right? I mean yeah. maybe that's part of it. You'd have to have a little perspective. But but thematically what they're trying to get across, the idea that the the world had become in such disarray that war was reaching all corners of it, including remote Amazon villages. I made that sound like that was in Brazil, but you know what I mean. Amazon women <laughs> villages. I don't even know the origin of that. I'm a little bothered by calling them that. Yeah, so far these are all themes that I subscribe to. So, but, <laughs> you know, that, that as as big things go this bothers me less than most superhero movies as, as usually like okay i'm going to use the suicide squad one even though you haven't seen it as an example right there's a moment where the world is about to come to an end because they're all about coming to an end. you start guardians of the galaxy right the universe is coming to an end everything yes. is coming to the end but the thing that gets me about them okay at least when it's on earth like with suicide squad you have this creature about to destroy the world and you have the existence of Superman and Batman, right? And, and apparently Aquaman and a bunch of others. And they've just sort of checked out and left it up to a girl in hot pants with a baseball bat. <laughs> it just never hit their radar. It, it, it never hit their radar, right? Like, So this is pre-Justice League, right? So maybe maybe part of that problem is because they they're not connected yet. They each have their own fiefdoms, they, right? Except it's like they, it's like they each have their own. Something. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like Aquaman would be the one that should have. Like Aquaman not, should have probably Superman. been in the know. I mean, the Superman movie took place in like Australia and New York, and right. How much saving is Superman doing outside of his? own city you know outside of he's he's metropolis world he's he's one of the first real worldwide superheroes right he brokers peace deals i mean he's 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 supposed to represent the world or the u.s to the world the boy from kansas but but see that's not i can think of other examples too right like uh the uh, the Marvel comics, the one with uh, them taking the big carrier ships up in the air and they're going to shoot millions of people in a single shot. Did you see that one? Winter Soldier, maybe? Yes. Yes, so, yes, yes, I did. That The, the carrier was pretty cool special effects. Absolutely, yes. right? But the rest of the Avengers, who should just be like a phone call away, right? Right. <laughs> they're just, just leaving it up to Captain America to potentially, you know, Make sure that millions of Americans don't die. Like, they're just like, I'm not getting out of the... I'm reading a book. I'm in my comfy chair and I get my slippers on. Rogers has this. 
that's one of my biggest problems with a lot of these movies is that these people I think that's what happens when you pair people in teams well when the, it becomes such a large universe that you have these super groups come together and then split up and they got to create this situation right that keeps our interest but usually it's so ridiculous at face value that the others wouldn't get involved right or just a handful of just black widow got involved i mean they did it for the last um uh the winter Soldier. see i don't even know which one for the which. first avengers right the the first avengers well, is the one avengers where movie, but the last the civil war they did it for that one they right. brought them all in there and they even brought spider-man into it but that's the thing i don't get about some of these but wonder woman is predates them all right because she's even before superman's on the scene aqua might be alive i don't know i don't know his backstory well we're talking about wonder woman right so yes so the, so she's isolated, and I, I'm a sucker for um, uh, World War One, World War Two, kind of early industrial warfare stuff. So I love it. I, I, I thought that part was great. I, I thought, uh, first of all, like I said, liked it, liked the plot like the acting there were certain elements that i didn't like but weren't enough to really tip the scale i didn't like the ragtag group of misfits that they formed that's formula right that's just i yeah that that was very formulaic um i i couldn't glom on to any one of them really uh outside of gal and the pilot i don't think you know, they i don't think they pilot. really wanted Steven. to because they weren't that pivotal well, they did because, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't seen the movie, uh, hopefully everybody has by now, but they do want, they do build empathy but because they end up killing them off. So they they do want you to like them, and I just didn't really care about them dying, you know? Um, <laughs> I, didn't even, I, I didn't even notice they died. <laughs> yeah, they did. Oh, come on, they didn't die. They were just on the ground down there. No, they died. They all died in their own way. They kind of, one by one, formulaically, they they were knocked off. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. That tells you how much uh, I didn't care about them. So I guess I'll agree exactly. with you on that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So it, it didn't, it just didn't really, didn't, didn't really matter. So, but that, that whole ragtagness, I didn't like. I didn't like how they very quickly liberated the city very quickly went into celebration mode and then very quickly went into let's get out it it just felt like a like a western hoedown that night when they uh when they liberated that little town so it was little things like that that i didn't really care for but i thought the uh the acting was pretty strong i think the 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 dude that played um aries is it it was Ares, right? Uh, the uh, the dad from Harry Potter. <laughs> That's right. I haven't seen Harry Potter. See, we're, we're, yeah, we I, be allowed I to talk guess. About movies, unless you've seen them. The uh, <laughs> I wasn't talking about Harry Potter. The red the redheaded guy with the mustache that was the bureaucrat. Yes. 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 The redheaded. Yes. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's, he's always a decent actor. Yeah, David David Thewlis. Oh come on, you're just making names up now. 
<laughs> That's his name, David David Thulis, born David Wheeler. He changed He's, his uh, name to 54. that. Fifty-four. Seems like an interesting born in, choice. Uh, Blackpool. Yeah, I thought I thought he did. I thought he. I mean, he did really, really well. I, I, not that I. I just wouldn't have thought of him as a standout. I. But but I don't. Other than her, I don't know who I'd give a standout. She set the tone and. Chris Pine followed well. It was good stuff. I, I'm I'm not a fan of Chris Pine, but um, you know, I, I I don't I don't get that. But whatever. I mean, I I liked him in uh, Star Trek, or I like him in Star Trek. I should say you didn't like him in this. One? I think he plays it. I think he plays a good Kirk. I couldn't couldn't get behind him. Didn't just couldn't. Uh, I don't know. I just I just couldn't get behind him. He he seemed too much like a pretty boy. And I didn't think that role called for a pretty boy. Um, I, I I would have wanted somebody that was a little more, maybe a little more rugged. Um, Except that he's supposed a little to, he's less, supposed to be a spy. You know, he's supposed to be someone who gets by in his wits and charms and his looks more so than brute force. Yeah, like I said, not not enough to ruin anything, but. Uh, Uh, all in all, so what, what do you think? So she's already signed up for a few, a few movies, right? I think she's got three. Oh yeah, yeah I'm sure they're, they're gonna milk that for as long as I can. So they have made over six hundred million dollars worldwide. Is that all? As of twenty sixth, it seems like they would have hit a billion by now, right? So, um. It's a highest-grossing female-directed uh, movie, um, banned in Lebanon. So I think that number could have been a little bit higher, but the Lebanese felt like she was a little too Jewish. Um, it's made 319 million here in the states, which is a little bit off pace from um, some other superhero movies, but still a very strong showing financially. I think I was talking about this with you. I think it just came at a really good time. I think to tie it in with politics a little bit, the whole movement that we've been seeing recently, things that Trump has said uh, about women that really uh, were extremely emotionally charging, See, that I don't, I don't, um, prompted a lot of movement. I think I think that helped feed in because this is a very strong female character. Uh, I don't care about any of that, um, but uh, when I say I don't care, I mean I don't. That's not why I went or why I wouldn't have gone, but I can see how it struck a chord. I I I have a hard time thinking about it that way, and, it, and it's not for any other reason than uh, I'm, I'm going to pretend it's a it's a higher way of looking at it and say that it's because I think it diminishes the value of the movie by giving it those reasons no i don't i don't know i i think there's lots of pinned up dc stuff for sure but this whole female lead female director i does that make people go to it i mean does that i i I don't think it does i don't think anyone knew about that or cared about that or thought about that at all i think that they just go see it because it's a good movie i mean i don't know i i I, I don't think we're doing it because we're banging on a drum. I think we're doing it because it was a good movie. And I think DC hasn't put out a good movie. So people really want 
a good character. The fact that it happened to be Wonder Woman and is just a, a luck. I don't know. Well, that's probably the wrong way to put it. I think I think Hollywood is so formulaic, especially with these kinds of high budget movies. Yeah. That they have a really good idea as to how many men and how many women are going to go. And I think, I, I believe that there are figures that show that it, when a female is in the lead role without, um, of course, this one had Chris Pine, but um, when a female is, is in the lead, their projected take is not as high as when a male is in the lead. Yeah, and, and, and that's, so that's I, I probably think, true. So, so the fact that um, she... You know they were able to bust through that uh, formula with this. I think I think that's great. I think that's a great thing. Uh, I don't know how many people said, "Hey, this is a female character. We're going to go see it." Um, but I think I think the fact that it came at a time like this. I mean, how many weeks are we from the march on Washington? <laughs> right. I, I um, the thing I can't. I, I I think the fact that it came that so close. I, I think it was just. It, it was good time. Like I said, for me, I would have gone anyway. I, I guess the thing I can't connect is, look, I mean, we, we haven't actually explicitly said it, but the movie did a, a very good job of not uh, overly sexualizing her at all. Correct. So, and it, so it it didn't have any of that draw, which would have been a trapping. So I would equate it to Thor, not in quality, because I immensely enjoyed Wonder Woman more than Thor but in how they just it's just how they dressed and it's who they were um but the thing is is that I don't go and I don't think of Thor as a man that oh I relate to Thor I don't look at Chris whatever his name is and think well he's relatable Hemsworth. good job way to swing a hammer right I, I but, but but women do this to Wonder Woman I, I don't buy this. I don't. I. Well, okay. I don't perfect example. That. Good. Good example. Um, I have not seen Thor. I have no. There's another Thor coming coming out, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I have no sure. interest in it because because the story does not seem compelling enough to me, and maybe because I don't know it like I know other su- superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. I knew it's too niche for about you, right? this it's Wonder Woman because of Linda page, Carter. Right? It's too, yes. And I get that. It is. It's not compelling. It's not going to draw me. Seeing a man in a lead role, seeing a big, strong well, dude. But that's, that, that's my seeing point. Seeing a dude with a hammer. It, it's I just not compelling to me. I movies and relate to the superhero because they're men. I don't relate to Iron Man. I don't relate to Captain America. There's no point that I think you, you go you go boy right I just don't I don't think that it's the the fact that it's but a man doesn't make any difference to me I'm not saying I, they're not that it, relatable to me they're not I'm not saying that the movie the that the box office is the results of the timing I'm not saying that it that it came at a good time and it wouldn't have made 600 million dollars if it wasn't no, no I'm not saying that what I am saying is think of what's happening in the world right now right think think about think about trump and what what he has the statements that he said and then think about the fact that he was elected uh think about the fact that he was elected he running against the first female ever to be nominated by a major party 
in this country um, for President of the United States. Um, think about what happened just weeks ago, um, maybe months now, but the 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 Women's March on Washington. Yes, the, the and march then now you purpose, introduce the march about right, genitalia. Yes. <laughs> and then now you have this strong female character in a good role where, like you said, she's not sexualized. She's not. They're not just throwing her body on the screen and making you stare at it for two hours. Although that's what happened, but. But there's a good story there, and there's there's action, and there's good direction, and there's supporting characters, and uh, I I just think it 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 came at a at a really good time. What it translated to box office, man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I don't know either. I I'm not at all not bashing it either. I, I it's just it's just an interesting concept to me. I just don't I don't relate to male superheroes, so I don't understand why women are relating to a female superhero. But, yeah, but the man is not really seen as a uh, historically protected class either, right? No, no, and we also don't go to restrooms and packs. I mean, so we we we, <laughs> right. we naturally we, we, don't. We didn't need, but I a suffrage movement for men, right? No, I mean, I, yeah. women went through that, so that not not at the same level there. It's yeah. I so yeah, that's. That's been my biggest challenge. In Still looking at not it. in many countries. Oh yeah, I, right. I thought it was Still funny. Not. I thought it was funny when you mentioned that she was banned in Lebanon, and I thought she wasn't banned in like Saudi for driving or something. I don't. There seems like <laughs> maybe there seems like lots of countries didn't show up on my Google, but maybe to uh, for some reason Lebanon felt the need to uh, put out a press release. Right? And, like, uh, like, do you think it's showing in Iran because she doesn't cover her head? So, do any. Western movies show in Iran. I I I, I bet I bet money that there's a person in North Korea watching Wonder Woman right now. Oh well, but that's but you're 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 talking about sort of the uh, underground well, black market. Well, yeah, no, you're right. They they do. I've I've seen a documentary where they consume a significant amount of Western entertainment that way, and it's through smuggled DVDs from uh, South Korea. USB sticks now latest documentary i saw oh there you go they're, i'm they're sure smaller. that they, they fit in more places perfect i'm sure that happens <laughs> they fit in most places <laughs> um did you hear that star wars uh got rid of the uh directors those two directors and replaced him with uh, with Richie Cunningham, Ron Howard. For which movies? This is for the Han Solo movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. So ap- apparently the uh, producers, I use that term loosely, I have no idea who actually made the decision, but they actually they saw the Han Solo movie turning into kind of a buddy movie. Um, so they... They wanted no part of that. And apparently they were pretty far into production. But, um, yeah, they they didn't like it. Apparently they didn't like uh, the dailies or whatever it is they were seeing. And they, so they, they, they squashed it. They, uh, I don't know if those guys left or I, I don't know exactly how the separation happened. But, yeah, Ron Howard 
has stepped in and now he's going to be the Does that mean it's, it's not going to be ready for next year? Because that seems like a very short runway to be switching out the director. Unless they're keeping some of the stuff that's in the can. Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly... I'm not sure how that works. I don't know how much of a miracle worker Ron Howard is and how many times he's taken over such a massive I mean there's there's no way he's ever taken over such a massive project like this um so far into production but these guys directed the Lego movie and 21 Jump Street and <laughs> I have no idea how you would think that guys that directed those movies in those movies in their resume how they would be able to handle what you would want to be a very serious and very star wars true to the franchise movie like han solo is is han solo the next one or is the next one the force awakens one or whatever the no no that was the last one they whatever the the jedi one is they got the main storyline i I think is the next yeah i think the main storyline is the next one because i think the um uh the uh what was it rogue one Rogue One was the one that kind of went back to fill in the gap between four and five, yeah. right? I'm sorry, between uh, three and four. Is that right? No. Yes. Or was it four and five? No, three and four. Three and four. It was three and four, right? Yeah. So that that that's that was Rogue One, and then the next one is supposed to be actual Episode Seven, and then I think Han Solo, I think, is actually would be the eighth one. So how I wonder how far back that's the going to go because that would be his age would closer to three right uh i would say two two to three range right he's not that old right i think he would be a child three during three two to three three um he well he was older than luke right yeah but luke was born at he, the end he of was three. older than luke how much older so was if, he five years ten years mm, i would say ten at least well, that's his age then at three at the end of three Okay, yeah, he'd be ten. I don't know. They they may not start at ten, yeah, but it's he's uh, kind of a yeah. He's like so a after Boba three. Fett contemporary. So there you go. So wow. Yeah, Wonder Woman. That was good. Who'd have thought? I was really hoping that Linda Carter would make it in there somewhere, but maybe that would have been too like too much like Stan Lee popping up into uh, all of these Marvel movies with characters of his. Um, but man, I just wanted to, she was, she was awesome. Did, did you watch the TV series? The Wonder Woman TV series? Yeah, yeah, it was when I was a kid. I, I have no idea whether I watched it when it was new or when it, I don't even know the years of Wonder Woman, but I remember watching the show, singing the song, twirling like a princess. Great theme song. 1975 to 79. So the chances of me watching maybe, maybe towards the end. I probably watched it in syndication, though. Yeah, 75, 79. I was pretty young. I don't think I was watching it on primetime. I, I had maybe, to have seen Maybe it. towards 79, I was. 79, I was 6. I don't think I was at 6. Yeah, the... Um, so did you know that the UN appointed Wonder Woman as an equality champion in last year? And then um, they received so much flack about it 
they had so many people writing in because the over sexuality of Wonder Woman being, you know, think about Wonder Woman sending out messages to like very, uh, very conservative countries um, wearing her red, white and blue outfit with her really shortcut shorts and her low cut um, Wonder Woman blouse. And um, so, yeah, they, they caught a lot of flack from that. And then they uh, did not renew the deal with DC a few months later. No, I didn't hear any of that. It's I get it. But I, but once again, I don't I don't know why they picked her or who they would choose otherwise. I mean, it's kind of a funny. It's a funny problem. Yeah, there aren't. A, I, I can't think of any. If, if we're going to go with the over-sexuality part, I can't think of any female superheroes that don't have form-fitting black leather or low-cut, you know, short-short outfits. Well, I, I can't think of an equivalent. So why were you picking a superhero in the first place is what I would ask them. What, why pick a fictional character as your spokesperson? Uh, I think the message is easier to control, right? They're they're not gonna they 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 shouldn't go off and say anything on Twitter that you don't want them to. Well, right? yeah, that that's certainly. Uh, but you seem like you'd have a a, a a catalog of maybe some unfortunate things for sixty years. I don't know how long Wonder Woman's been in print. Yeah, but you don't. Uh, nineteen forty, I think nineteen forty one, something like that. But yeah, I mean. I don't know that there's a whole lot of people that can resonate, uh, resonate, that can resonate around the world, you know, um, like some of these superhero characters. And it it is interesting, you know. She was, she was, she was born in what Amazonia, right? Is that right? Sure. Is, is, is that a place? <laughs> is that what it was? And um, but forever they had her in uh. U.S. Red, White, and Blue, but they didn't. They didn't keep that for these movies. She's still in Red, White, and Blue. Mm, no, not really. No, really. Got, you got. You got to look closer. It's a. It's kind of a maroonish. Um, it's a little more um, global friendly outfit. The it's it's not it's not so U.S. friendly as it was as Linda Carter. Uh, at champion it was very she was very much the um the female superman you know but not anymore this is uh they're they're going in a different direction okay she she didn't have uh stars on her skirt but it's still red and blue i mean if if you look at you know her outfit over time i mean it's it's all red white and blue i mean it's it it is as you know, as American pie as it gets. I mean, she's, she's got some gold mixed in, but um, but now it's it's a very it's it's a much more um, I don't know much much more um, the deeper red globalized deeper red. But it's it's just like uh, Superman's outfits. Yeah, I think same same with uh, same with Superman, right? All right, well, that was one woman talk. Do I stop recording, by the way?
Yeah, you can stop. All right, everybody, that's our episode for today. Thanks for joining us. Do not forget to reach out to us on at Hobos Podcast on Twitter. Again, that's at Hobos Podcast. Thanks and see you next time.